dream pulled in his hand. Like a fool of dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. All right, all right, all right. There is a fog, there is a chill in the air, and it is telling me nothing but it is time to be throwing a topwater lure out on that calm lake where boats do not exist any longer, for they have been part-timers have put them up for the year, they've thrown their stay bill in them and parked their boats in the garage for the next eight months. It is time to put that boat in the water in and search of the elusive... Take TJ to Bastrop. That's right. <laughs> Bastrop's it's... too hot, man. It's a power plant Why lake. Why do you say that? Power plant I lake. I want to hear that. I want to just go to Bastrop. Place to be right now is Lake Travis if you're in Central Texas. You want to go to Lake Travis where that water's cool, that fog is heavy over the lake right now. There's new water, fresh water. It's been raining for... I don't know. Three Go or find four the freshwater pipes. Three or four months that rain's been pounding down. How long has it been raining? A week. <laughs> Feels like three or four months. Hey, we'll take what we can get in Texas. You never complain about the rain. No. All right. It's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, seven to nine, right here on one zero four nine The Horn flagship station for UT Sports. And uh, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Salt Dog's the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the old ranch gate gets open and potbelly stove gets sparked up. Some water gets poured over the old coffee grinds. For us, as we roll in behind him, I'm TJ Graney, that is. Cody um, Ryan. Cody Ryan every And Beefsteak is in the house, but he is out in the front working on some mechanical malfunctions in the that gear. sounds that sounds anyway uh, the copier's not working yeah <laughs> he's trying to unjam it i was <laughs> say that sounds like he has a stomach ache or something and uh so man welcome everybody good morning yeah the weather outside is delightful it's uh it's still kind of got that thick muggy vibe See, to I it, didn't but feel it's, it that's where you and i differ i felt and maybe that's where maybe that's where I have a this morning I have the, the uh, 
You have the a very positive you, you outlook. Have, I was going to say you are unusually positive this morning. It's completely fake. I'm faking it all. Okay, but it. I thought is maybe absolutely. Uh, has the feel of fall in our. You're near just happy because the Longhorns won. I didn't know they did. They play football still. They still got a football team. Yes, they played oh. St. Mary's That's of good. Eucalyptus uh, High School team <laughs> yesterday and beat the crud out of them. St. Mary's Eucalyptus. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good they won. You how, know, it's funny. How I about was, your Aggies? How'd they end up? Hey, Salt Dog, did the Aggies win yesterday? You fell asleep again? No, I couldn't figure. I couldn't find it. I'll have, yeah. have to double check that one for okay, you. Okay, thank you very much. Whoop! Uh, no, it was so funny. I have one Aggie T-shirt left that is part of my uh, of my collection from when your sister was in A and M, and I was with a group of Longhorns Friday night and Saturday. I mean, old school. These guys are like dyed in the wool, bleeding orange, bleeding maroon. No, these guys were bleeding oh, Longhorn Oh, oh I see what you're fans. saying. And, and you I, had on an Aggie shirt. And I was shirt. wearing my Aggie shirt. 48-10. It was beautiful. Holy smokes. So they did one win. Beat well, they, Louisiana they, Monroe. Yeah, they, they oh, all they, win. They played like the Warhawks or something. <laughs> well, that's all right. We're just we're practicing, but I'm telling you, they're looking good. The Warhawks. They're looking good. I even I even watched a few minutes of that Longhorn football game, which I never do. Man, it was like ten o'clock last night when it was on. It was like who? There's a the largest crowd they ever had, or something like that. Hundred three thousand people in the stadium at ten o'clock. Man, I'm like, because they knew I that just want to go home and be in bed. Game, that was the game UT was going to win this year, so everybody went. They figured that was their best chance. That's apparently that was what Let's the go. rumor was on the street. <laughs> but I loved our friend. You were at Cabela's yesterday. Yes, and you were uh, signing autographs, and <sighs> you were telling forcing people, me to sign autographs. Telling people, hey, I'm your PR guy, and, <laughs> and uh, telling people about you know different gear and stuff like that this time of year, yeah. which was cool. Fall fishing tips. Fall fishing f- bonanza. Yes, and uh, but the thing that was uh, funny was our buddy Justin Gregory was standing there with you, and he had his boys, and they were going to the football game. Yeah, and he said, "What I paid for these two tickets, I could buy an eighty-inch TV, <laughs> yeah. put it on the wall in my house, and sit on my couch <laughs> and watch it." Yeah, and uh, he said, "But the boys want to go," and I was just thinking about that. I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty pretty good. And right, you know, correct. It's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's pretty comfortable if you got a, you know, sitting on the couch with your mint tulip iced tea and five feet up. Dip. And and at, if you were at our house, you had white bacon wrap white wing with jalapeno and oh yeah cheese and you made the first round of dove, which I haven't been dove hunting, hadn't been invited to go dove hunting. Uh, this year and <laughs> was that like a uh i'm a waiting pause, uh, yeah i'm waiting for to you hold. to be like oh well i've got this buddy that i can now take you <laughs> on this private jet and we can go fly to dove hunt for the afternoon yeah so so that's what i did <laughs> <on Friday. laughs> salt dog you were not you're gonna not gonna believe that but 
I had a buddy call me and ask me if I wanted to fry, fly on a private jet out to Abilene and hunt Friday afternoon <laughs> and then fly back Saturday morning. And so, of course, I said yes. And Friday afternoon at like, I don't know, 2 o'clock or something, he picked me up and we went to the airport. And by 4 o'clock, we were in the dove field in Abilene killing dove. And it was spectacular. And we were going to hunt Saturday morning, too, but the rains were coming. And we had to skirt the storms to get back here before it got bad. First I know you problem. don't feel bad. Yeah. That's yeah, a terrible I love that man. the bird dog was in the private jet. And the dog, yeah, it was <laughs> in the so aisle good. of the private and jet. Eight, a big yellow lab just standing there. Eight the, year old uh lab. He you know, and I said, How did he do? And he goes, Eh, you know, he's a little lazy now. He goes and gets one if he wants. And, but it's just like that, you know, <clears throat> it's the bird dog. It's their family it's the dog they take with them and uh, he was trained, and in his day, he was probably a hot shot. But uh, he's, you know. He's only eight. Mine's well, 14. Well, he's had it. Well, your dog is not running around fetching birds mm-hmm. at all. Now, he will go out there and fetch once or twice before he <laughs> if lays throw, down for the next two days. If you throw a salami roll out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he'll, he'll fetch. He'll fetch anything. for. So He'll fetch anything in the living room. It was, uh, it was, it, it was, uh, an, an extraordinary event for me. It was one of my bucket list things was to fly in a private plane and not just a and little dove hunt in a couple hours, four seater, but yeah, something that had a little bit of meat to it. You know, I mean, we're, it was, it was cool. I mean, I just don't know how else to I say. don't know how you don't know what kind of plane it was. That's the worst part of this whole thing. I'm trying to, I am like almost a certified halfway there, kind of once was dream to be a pilot. And I got to know these kind of things. It looked like a G20. What it looked like? I thought G20, it was a, I G21, it was a whatever it takes. <laughs> I thought it was a Beechcraft. No, but I'll find out for you. Beechcraft Bonanza? I'll text them. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was a Beechcraft. Okay. Single engine jet, right? Single engine jet, right in the center. Not a jet. Single engine prop. No, it was a jet. No. Right? No, it was a prop engine. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, like it was it. a jet prop. I'm telling you, that thing got down there. That thing cut through the sky. like Single it. engine airplane. Anyway, it is not what we do around here. That is not our style. Uh, you know, of <laughs> Apparently, course, of course not no. our style. It of is course, your style. I get out there, and these guys have these little shotgun cases that they open up. It's like a pool cue container, you know, yeah, and they put their two pieces together, and I get mine, and it's clank, clank, you know, this all. You're using <laughs> a, this old. an old blue jean leg <laughs> to cover your... And, uh, and 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 then of course oh you'll you'll really love this you'll really love this so I forgot uh, I, I'm kind of befuddled and I'm not together I don't have my bat my bucket with the spinning seat you on didn't it bring your oh, bucket well, on I didn't know that, well you can but I didn't know that everybody else brought stuff like that and I was like oh we're getting on an airplane you I know? don't want to be a loser <laughs> with a bucket gonna... in my hand <laughs> and and but everybody else had their chairs you know and. And their leather bags, and I for completely forgot my bird vest or my bags, and so oh. 
So your and pockets, so I'm like, you just use And I asked the the uh, the grandfather was he was driving around doing the whole sodas and waters and yeah. you know you need shells what do you need kind of thing. You had it catered. It, it was our, <laughs> our our dove caddy, our dove caddy, and uh, and he came back. I said, "Man, do you have like a plastic bag or something like that?" And he came back a little while later and gave me this huge. Uh, garbage bag. Yeah. And it, because I was thinking, you know, I need to at least put my birds in something instead of just so setting the them on the. don't get Yeah. Them and they yeah. had these big bale, big round bales all over, and you could put them up on there, but I just like, I didn't want everything sitting up on there. And so, but what I did was I tore the, I tore. I didn't have a pocket knife because I was in a plane. I didn't know, you know, private plane. Oh, right. You carry a gun and a knife. They don't, none of that stuff matters. So I tear the corners off the bags, and I tie one on the left side and one on the right side. So I got these two trash bags. But my saving grace, one of them had shells in it, and the other one had dove in it. And my saving grace was that I killed 10 dove, and that bag on the left side was full of dove. And there was wow. a lot Who's of the your... homeless guy you brought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was my, I took a picture of it as my Pinterest project. Uh, oh, uh, no, and then of course my eyeball is you know yeah. half closed, and so <laughs> I'm like you got this pink guy, eye, by the way, this guy wandering around in the field oh. with this shotgun that was so dirty it was clogging up, and my eyeball was half closed, and I got two trash bags. <laughs> no dog. He's like he's that our pride. Bad plane after all. I mean, it got us here all right. And actually, I didn't go anywhere on a plane. It was a Greyhound bus. It was an old Trailways bus. They sent bus. you home on the Greyhound. <laughs> like, so they just they had a project. They, that's what, yeah, they're that's like, what this I, is our project. We're, <laughs> we're giving back yeah. to the community here. Yeah, you're actually a write-off. <laughs> oh, gonna, oh, my. It's a charity. <laughs> hey, we got to take a plane ride. we got to write uh, off some charity. We're gonna, <laughs> Before the end of the year, <laughs> who can we take? Hey, who's that guy? That one eye. See if we take TJ. We can ride that we off. We could use the. Uh, we could use our five hundred one C three on this guy. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh, uh, oh god! Oh man! Uh, your one eye. Your one eye. That, now, after you wipe your eye, don't put that anywhere around here. Okay. Oh my god! I don't know. No, it's not. It's not. You can't catch it. Pink, Sorry. red, green eye. I it's don't know. Not that. Uh, but that's yes. what my doc, my eye doctor said. He said, "You know, when you come in here and people have red eyes, said people have all kinds of stuff. Like they have AIDS and they're in like an office and they're doing all this stuff. A person walks in with a half red eye and everybody freaks out and starts running around with Lysol. He said it's not contagious. Don't worry about it. That sounds like a good story, huh, Cody? I like that. I got, hey, coming I got up some next. Lysol. Speaking of a good story, the biggest thing to hit the bass fishing world." Ever, or at least in probably my adulthood, for sure. Maybe my lifetime. Uh, we'll talk about that on the flip side. Plus your news of the weird, all that and more coming up. It's the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. And yes, we are giving back. We have TJ on the show with I us wanna, <laughs> I want to thank those guys, really, from the bottom of my heart. That was a really... Yeah. We're an, a little jealous, an actually. outstanding so. adventure, and so I know... We're laughing about it, but man, it was great. Thanks. It's good to have friends. Absolutely. You In get this places. only one place at 1049 The Horn, 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. And now you can find us on iTunes. Just search The Outdoor Zone.
Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. Us guys here in the bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone... We're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Track us 24-7 at theoutdoorzone.com. We also do not take a knee. So, um, <laughs> hey, man. Yesterday, I wanted, and, to, I wanted to thank Cody for... Oh, go ahead, Cody. And we're brought to you by Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. Beefsteak took the Durango in. Put the uh, Mrs. Cheesecake or Sweet Cakes, yes. We brought her Durango in for warranty work. There was a problem, a difficulty that she kept having and nobody else had. But I couldn't find it. But <laughs> she always... Was she, that problem... Name beefsteak? <laughs> no. So I, we brought it in, and and she was going out of town, so we left it with them, and it was uh, quite convenient that they were able to do that for us. And went back and forth, and a couple times got there uh, when she flew in. We uh, we went there on Thursday, and they were they said, you know what, we couldn't find anything. Um, just take it. Yeah. And before wow. that, they were going, well, there's going to be a diagnostic fee and there's no, a, no. Th- th- there's a, a warranty, um, you know, disclaimer that you have to pay the minimum amount, which is like 90 or 100 and whatever dollars. And but they didn't know who it was. It wasn't like I had a hat that said beefsteak on it or something. Right. Nobody knows who I am. And so when they didn't know who I was. So anyways, I walked out of there smiling, going, you know what? You really did earn the commercials. I can truly say. I've had that unbelievable experience firsthand, like a family member, going to Sun Automotive. Sun Auto Service locations, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and in Lakeway Ranch Road, uh, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Check them out, sunautoservice.com. Now, the biggest news <clears throat> to hit the bass fishing world, You so... Over 50 years ago, Bassmaster uh, was formed. Ray Scott. Bass Angler Sportsman Society was formed, and they started fishing bass tournaments. And uh, that was a huge evolution over the years. They built the Bassmaster Classic. They filled stadiums full of people, which was a huge deal to fill a stadium full of people to watch a a bass fishing weigh in. Uh, but they did it, and then came along, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, maybe, the FLW, a competing, competitor series to Bassmaster, B-A-S-S. They came out, uh, the newest, hottest thing with the wrapped boats, the uh, sponsors it, that included Walmart and Snickers boat. They had the, you know, the all the different name brand boats, Castrol oil boat, and... 
kind of a NASCAR thing going on there. Uh, twisted into a a bass fishing tournament. Plus, then they put on big uh, shows, an outdoor show everywhere they went. Big festi- festival and uh, made it a huge event that way. Again, enough room for two series to kind of run synonymously uh, across the country. Uh, both huge, huge organizations and and both uh, never really combining or working together. Do they cater to different styles of people? No, not necessarily. Uh, but it's it's two organizations that have have used to work their schedule together where you could fish both series, both circuits. Now, it doesn't really matter. You choose one or the other, basically, is how yeah, it pans in the out. Past, in the past, it's... There's been a little contention, you know, about how the schedules played out, and yeah, and and really, guys now have now. There's some guys that'll jump over from one or the other just to catch one. I mean, you've done that before, where you just not the Bassmaster Elite Series versus the FLW <laughs> Tour. The top, so of the now top, the elite, right? The top of the top is in. is it the top of the top is it, it, you're not able to fish both series, both trails. Uh, which eliminates a big opportunity for a guy that's a professional angler that needs to fish tournaments to cash checks to make money. So they never really figured that out. It, it worked for a few years. They worked together on their schedule for a few years. Some guys kind of getting frustrated with FLW, some guys getting frustrated with Bassmaster, and along comes uh, the formation of the Bass Pro Tour, an extension of Major League Fishing, which everybody's been seeing for the last several years on TV, CBS, and and across uh, the nation, uh, across TVs on regular sports channels. Everybody's seen Major so it's League not Fishing. Major League Fishing now the it new is, one they're calling it is Major League Fishing. So they came out with a new tour. That's called the Pro Bass Pro Tour, which is uh, essentially Major League Fishing, a form of Major League Fishing. They're using the rules of Major League Fishing. They're going to have uh, judges. They're going to have the whole thing. It's a, a total weight deal throughout the day. It's uh, not your best five. But anyway, it's a new tour. And this week they announced it officially. It's been a rumor for months and months. Uh, but it came out. They announced it officially. 80 invitations have been sent out for the inaugural year of the Bass Pro Tour. 80 invitations. Bass Pro is in Bass Pro Shops. They're not saying it's Bass Pro Shops, though Johnny Morris is one of their head <laughs> yeah, sponsors. You don't have to say it if you're saying Bass Pro. But, uh, it's it's the BP, BPT is what they're calling it, Bass Pro Tour. Um, but... Uh, you've got an invitations that have been sent out to the top 80 anglers in the world. They're, uh, nobody really has an idea of who they are exactly, but you can guess the uh, top guys. Uh, they're saying probably 50 of them is what I'm hearing. 50 of them are going to Bassmaster Elite Series guys. So when you've got a field, uh, the Bassmaster Elite Series, the top competitors in the world uh, a field of 107 of them and you've got invitations going to the t- to 50 of those guys all of a sudden the elite series becomes 57 guys so which, no interesting so now if 
Now, doesn't Bass Pro Shops owns BASS? Who owns BASS? Now, there's a group that owns BASS. It's oh, so it's no sweat off of those. Jerry guys. McKinnis sold it a few few years ago. Uh, and so, so this new group, Johnny, doing what Johnny does is he's going in and he's just taking over, like just like buying the boat manufacturers and the Cabela's and all those well, things. He's, so he's, he's been gonna, asked. He's, he's been going, asked. He was not the founder, but he's been asked to partner alongside of Well, them. I know, but when you put Johnny behind it in his wallet, then he can buy the top 50 anglers. He can buy the mm, top tour. Yeah. He can buy whatever he wants. So these guys are asked to do, uh, asked to commit for a three-year contract. Wow. Johnny Morris, yes, a big name behind it, a big player behind it, great guy. I mean, he's doing his thing. He still is involved and has made a statement that he's not leaving Bassmaster. He's not leaving FLW. He's still a huge player in both those trails. But, yes, now is a a huge player in the newest circuit to hit the bass fishing world. Nobody really knows what it means. Nobody knows where it's going to end up, what it's going to cause, what's going to happen. But it is going to happen. We'll know this week the guys that own uh, Boy Duckett and, and a couple of the guys that were the founders. Gary Klein was the founder. Uh, those those couple of guys are apparently flying uh, all over the country to meet with these guys, these guys that are invited uh, to join them. And they're meeting them face-to-face over the last uh, mm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday to... Uh, get their commitment level because they've got to quit everything they're doing and commit to the bass pro tour for three years so well you're gonna hear how professional bass fishing (laughs) has just been flipped on its head as it moves forward cody is our resident bass nerd and he will be walking us through what this looks like i have no idea what i'm gonna fish next year i mean when they sent me the invitation it was like i don't know if i want to fish this or not (laughs) i'll wait for him to come to my living room Uh, uh, wouldn't that be nice to get that invitation news of the weird up next it's the outdoor zone the number one outdoor radio show in all of texas you get it only one place right here every sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m on 104.9 the horn and 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com Howdy everybody, Kevin Fowler here, hanging in the bunkhouse with my buddies TJ and Cody Ryan, only on the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, the other night, I met this hot country mama, she's looking fine, I was thinking, ooh, yeah, I wanna take her home, make her mine. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Brought to you by McBride's Gun, McBride's Gun's Central Texas family owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking... For the right farm, if you're looking to get your firearm fixed, TJ, you got I one gunsmith it. right there. It. Gunsmith right there, McBride's Guns. They could clean your guns for you. Just go to McBride's. <laughs> They've got the right firearms. They've got everything you need, all the ammunition you need at McBride's. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. Give them a call, see if they got the caliber you need, 512-472-3532, or online mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, now it's time for this week's 
News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. <clears throat> it's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, this is your News of the Weird for the Outdoor Zone this morning. A bow hunter's lucky to be alive after a black bear hunt went wrong in California last week. Witnesses say that the experienced hunter neglected to wait long enough between shooting the bear and his arrow, with his arrow and approaching the downed animal. Instead of enjoying the, his harvest, the man was struggling for his life when the black bear severely mauled him. According to the news reports, three individuals witnessed the attack, and one of them told ABC7 witness, Eyewitness News that the victim was a seasoned hunter. Names have been have not been released, but authorities by authorities. However, the victim is expected to recover, though there is no word on his current condition. Oh, dude! Well, it is that bow hunting time, and you do have to be careful. I'm getting reports of. I actually watched a video last night from one of the fishing guys that I watch sometimes on on uh, on the YouTube, and uh, he went on a self guided elk hunt, over the counter uh, bow hunting elk hunt in Colorado, and stuck one Colorado Colorado and got yeah. one, and then I've got two buddies that are. So in what's New Mexico the story right now? I haven't heard. They, I heard they slung an arrow, but I haven't heard uh, the outcome of that yet. This okay. was last night. So Cody's got a buddy who is self-guided New Mexico hunt, drew a tag, mm. and uh, him and a buddy, and he's been sending Cody like he'll send him a, a picture of a GPS screen on his phone. Yeah. Showing where he is and the topo of it, mm-hmm. and even the satellite photo of the well, tr- clump of trees well, what it where is, he is. No, what it is is he <laughs> just sends me a text from his Garmin GPS. Oh. He doesn't send me all the topo map or anything. Oh, then, you so you, and you click, on, click on, te- on it, and you it, click on the text, and or yeah, you click on the link, the link. that yeah. the text has, and it takes you straight to where he is because that's the safety feature on those Garmins. They're not made to, like, text, like, hey, honey, how's the kids? They're made, you know, like, hey, I broke my leg. Here I am. Which I was thinking is a brilliant brilliant piece that you need to put in your backpack hiking trip. Or wear it around his neck. So even though that... I've fallen down. I've hunting and I've fallen down. You're talking about me. I know that, right? (laughs) I am talking about you when you go climb mountains. Well, so So one of the things that... uh, So I have this app that I downloaded called All Trails. And it is... It's a great... It's for hikers. And it covers a multiple of trails around the country. A lot of the peaks that we're climbing, it has the trail. And you can, it does not have to be connected to the internet or right. to cell tower or anything. But if you're logged into that map, it tracks you on that trail. Right. Where you are. And for the life of me, I don't know how that works, that satellite. technology. Yeah, no, it's not satellite. It it's has not. To be. No. Yeah, it's satellite. Mm hmm. Yeah. Or, or, or Beefsteak, why are you shaking your head? Yeah, because my phone, how does my phone connect with GPS? Is that what satellites. it is? So how does yeah. it know what time it is? How does it know the, yeah, the location? It's satellite. I mean, 
Or you, your, your your phone has a built-in GPS. Do you have that short GPS guy, that little guy chip. that follows you everywhere? He's like three foot tall. He runs, and every now and then you just hear him. <laughs> Could be that guy too. He's yeah, carrying yeah. a big antenna behind you. So you, your phone connects with all those satellites, whether you're on the internet or have a cell. Uh, you don't have to have a cell um, signal signal in order big to. Well, brother, I'll bro. tell you what, big brother. <laughs> it is it is amazing Star because Wars. we were. I mean, we're up in. It is actually right. We're up in the mountains yeah. in places, and and and. And I, I see hikers that are on trails and trying to find, make sure you're. I mean, sometimes you don't know which way to go, and and I can absolutely see that. In uh, well, those garments. when you're elk hunting, oh my gosh, you know, if you don't have some. Now there are some guys like some of my buddies who are guides out there that they just know where they are. Yeah, in the mountain. I mean, they they read the mountain. They, that stuff this... just registers in their head, like. It is beyond. But can you imagine? You hear the bugle, or you see the elk, or even you take a shot and you're blood trailing. You're not looking up every right. every ten yards to go. Okay, well, I turned left at that aspen tree, and you know that doesn't work like that. You're in your adrenaline's running. You're you know everything is on full uh, force towards that animal, whether you're hunting it or hearing it or trying to get on it or whatever. That yeah, you can easily. Lose track of where you are. So well, the, your Garmin, that's what it's doing. If you've ever looked at the setup, it's tracking like 12 different uh, satellites. Yeah, and right. Getting your, so it's the same thing. Well, That's not a cell okay, connection. Well, and, and I know, too, that in the day, back in the day, in the elk hunting days, uh, when I was first learning about a Garmin or mm-hmm. a GPS unit, uh, you could be right on top of your mark where you marked camp. But you could be the elevation could be way off. Oh, yeah. And so there's now they're starting to show you the topo on them so you know whether you're high or low or where right. you're trying to get to and stuff. So anyway. I thought you were going to say in, back way back then we used uh, like Lucky Charms and we would just let some sprinkle out. Them. Yeah, sprinkle well, them. Well, there, the there were. I remember uh, when we were going up the elk uh, trails, you would see little uh illuminating it would be dark outside but you see little things illuminating people oh yeah use little thumbtacks little thumbtacks yeah reflector thumbtacks yeah those would be going up and Which down that trails. Was, yeah. that's pretty smart yeah that was a, not too intrusive right you know well, you don't it's want better than the, those guys whacking you know whacking the tree chopping a yeah, chunk out of the tree an arrow this way <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's there true. was that yeah but anyway, it's uh, it's an amazing thing. Now, one of the things, of course, as a bow hunter that a lot of guys struggle with is you go from rifle hunting where you go straight over there to find out if that thing's laying there dead. Right. Or you, uh, if you stick there. something with the bow, you wait. And, uh, you know, this actually happened when I was dove hunting uh friday with your uh, bags you, the you crum- had a bow the there too i sent you a uh, when yeah, i was all the pictures it's classic when yeah. i was dove hunting uh i hit a dove and it went down in the middle of the field and so i was you know keep my eye right on that spot i walked out there to pick You're it one up good eye yeah and i said Death my eye hell. <laughs> and then it took off and it kept flying and i thought you know i wonder if you waited for them to die 
Uh, of course, this was one of those birds that just keeps jumping and then flying and flying and flying and flying. I ended right. up having to shoot him again. Where yeah. was your bird dog? No. No. He's, on the plane? He's now 35 sitting across from me doing the radio show. And, uh, oh, man. So, uh, but anyway, it you can't really, on a dove, you can't let them lay there because the ants will find them immediately. Or and the rattlesnake. And if you take your, yeah, and if you take your eyes off of them. Yeah, you won't find yeah, it. Yeah, it's this happened to be a good field. So it was, you know, it was. They mowed it for you before It was nice. You know, it was it was like a, a hay grazer field. So okay. oh. it was cut real nice. It was easy to find your birds. Wow. But you got to go. You still can't take your eye off that spot. You know that's the hardest thing about when a yeah. dove falls. So anyway, when when game's down, you gotta you gotta know that, especially if you're a bow hunter, you gotta be able to. But don't you take a wait. sidearm with you? A, a big you well, know, you can't carry a sidearm in, in archery season. A lot of times you can't. Uh uh-uh. uh yeah. Certain states you can. I thought. Maybe but, there's some regulations. Check your local regulations. Yeah, we are not yeah, a source for any lawful or credible information. Lawful or credible. Uh, it's the outdoors. Uh, anything at all. We just make it up. Is that what you're saying? Coming up next, the game warden field notes. You don't want to miss it. You get it one place every Sunday right here. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. So 104.9 The Horn, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Started passing on. Young ones, they could not sit still, and the preacher's voice rose. I snuck up to the balcony and I crept into the choir, and I begged them, brothers, sisters, help me, please. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, right here on 104.9 The Horn, the Outdoor Zone radio show. We don't give in to that anti-gun crowd, the PETA terrorist or the Taliban. It's just how we roll here in the bunkhouse, ride the trail with us all week at theoutdoorzone.com. We also do not take a knee. Uh, Archery country, man. My buddy over there at Archery Country, Alan, just got back. He's working on a sheep grand slam around the world and got another one added to his collection. Oh, my goodness gracious. We're going to have to have him on the show here coming up in the next couple of weeks. But uh, Archery Country, man, it is that time. If you haven't got, got your bow tuned up, we're just weeks away from bow season starting here in Texas, Archery archery seasons already started all over the country guys are bringing in their elks if you're just one of us local state of texas guys you better get over there and get it tuned up and get it ready to go they have all the best brands matthews elite and hoyt all the gear targets arrows accessories they have crossbows everything you need about archery they are the only true archery shop in austin in Central Texas, Alan uh, McGraw, Brandon Hansen, Tyler, all the guys over there take good care of you. Go see our buddies at 8121 Research Boulevard, Archery Country. You can find all the information at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. Now it's time for your Game Warden Field Notes. (laughs) 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. August 11th, Jasper County Game Wardens notified by Martin Dye's Junior State Park staff that a group of campers may have taken an alligator illegally. Warden made his way to the campsite and confronted the group. After hearing conflicting stories from two male subjects, the warden finally got a confession from one that he had killed a small alligator. The culprits were actually in the process of getting rid of the evidence when the warden showed up, had already seasoned the meat, wrapped it in foil, and set to go on the campfire campsite barbecue grill, which was still warming up. The warden seized the gator hide, head, and meat. Several citations are pending, along with civil restitution. Man. Well, what those guys have for dinner? That's what I want to know. <laughs> ham a, sandwich? Salami? Uh, ticket from that game warden, by golly. That's what they have. I wonder what the excuses are when they, you know, when you roll up. Do, do, do they ever just say, oh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, go ahead, take it. No we big post deal. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is there something about, oh, we didn't know, or, hey, what, alligator, what? That's you gotta alligator? have a You got to have a license for these things. What? It's just a lizard. On August 4th, Harris County Game Wardens were, poli- were patrolling for fishing violations when they observed three Hispanic males pulling a john boat from a bio near Clear Lake. Wardens made contact with the group and discovered the boat was unregistered, had a large illegal gill net on board. When questions, the suspects initially denied having any form of identification. When one of the men kept walking towards the driver's side door of his vehicle and continued to ignore commands, one of the wardens detained the subject, fearing a weapon might be in the vehicle. The warden searched the vehicle and discovered a Caltech 40 caliber semi-automatic rifle, two fully loaded magazines, as well as a large machete. The firearm was made safe, and the wardens attempted to locate valid identification for the suspects to no avail. A local immigration and customs official enforcement an ICE agent was contacted, and it was determined that one of the men was an illegal alien. The suspect was cited for use of illegal gill nets. The suspects were uh, cited for use of illegal gill net and unregistered vessel upon request the firearm was seized for transfer to the ICE agent for purposes of separation uh, separate federal prosecution for illegal illegal possession of a firearm by an illegal alien so I love it that our game wardens are working with our ICE agents here in the state of Texas they do it all that's how we roll baby they do it all come on we don't give in to that Stuff. <laughs> we don't no. take a knee here, baby. No, baby. No, sir. We're uh-uh. America. Not on the outdoor America. zone. So, um, speaking of the outdoor zone, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, our Facebook page is pretty active because it's just so easy to do. Yes, uh, you can see the uh, custom Pinterest bird bags that you can yes. make. <laughs> While in the field, if you go to our Facebook Three page. Three easy steps yeah. how to make them. Super easy. First, but get a trash I bag. I would highly Second, recommend it. 
the hardest part was that those were those super tough shield trash bags, and they Tearing were hard it. to tear. They're, you needed scissors. <clears throat> so you have to call the caddy over first to get you a bag, right? <laughs> yes, you call the Dove caddy. Right, and he gets you a Dr. Pepper and some Cheetos, fresh, so... You're Is just, there really such a thing as peanut butter Cheetos? That sounds disgusting. Somebody told me that there was peanut butter Cheetos. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. It does sound disgusting. Yes. But tell me you don't want to try one. No, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I yeah, want no part of do. it. I don't, like, I don't like change. So, That's too much change. So, uh, so that There's a new thing coming out in San Antonio where they take, it's like called a ghetto pie, something like that. And it, it's a uh, flaming hot Cheetos with queso poured all over the top of it with uh, pigeon breast, <laughs> no, grilled dope. pigeon breast on top. <laughs> oh hey, uh, Would so you eat that? Salt Dog is the is our ranch hand. He's the guy that gets here and gets the gate open and gets everything going for us here before we do. Uh, every good ranch needs a all star ranch hand, and he's our guy. But he's got a buddy. He's got some buddies down on the coast, and so. And it is now about three or four minutes till eight o'clock. These guys are on. Where are they? Are they in Rockport, Port Aransas? They're in uh, East Matagorda Bay. Uh, and what did their what? So it is almost eight o'clock in the morning. What does their morning consist of? Uh, their morning consisted of getting out into the teal field around five thirty this morning. They limited out on teal. Uh, Decided they weren't done for the day, packed the teal up, dropped them off at the house, and then jumped into the truck again, loaded up the boat, and put it in the water by about 6.55. They've been on the water for approximately about an hour now. They have four trout and two red already in the cooler. And you're here. And okay. I'm, and I'm here. <laughs> and I'm wah, just thinking, wah, wah. How, old, how old are your buddies? Uh, they're my age, about 25. 25. That's so. what you have to be to do Man, that. Man, I remember when I was 25. Dude, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know what? That is and we're that is days. a that is a good life. Yeah, baby. For a 25-year-old guy, man, that's just solid. 25 to 30, that, yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, Go get some of that stuff can. out of your system. I, I, I remember watching the guys when we were uh, when we used to hunt out at Petit. The landowner's grandson would come through there with his buddies, and they'd be on their way to goose hunt, and then they'd be coming back from duck hunting, you know, and it'd be all these. And they're just running, just running. But, man, I would, and I remember when Cody was in college, he would miss classes to go try and learn how to bow hunt in the woods there. That's not true. I never missed any classes. classes. Yeah. So he would he would right. between classes I semesters. Yeah, between <laughs> little quote. Back. I would miss semesters. Fall it semester. Was, it was hunting. It was never something that spring semester. It was, it fishing. was a class. It right? can it can Bow be hunting. a problem. It can be a problem. You can't. You don't want it to be a problem. But if right. I if I've got a if there's a young guy out there and and that's what he's doing, it's. Typically, it's so much better than the alternative. So, the, and then, uh, and then the two collide because then there's family and marriage and all those things. Well, that that's you when have he starts coming to our Tuesday night men's Bible study and gets a little <laughs> bit of educational but stuff. Anyway, it's the outdoor zone. We uh, got to take a quick break. We'll be back on the flip side. Only one place: Sunday morning seven to nine, right here on one zero four nine, the Horn.